This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. This episode is an interview with Nancy Medoff, and I'm going to tell you, this one really inspired me, and I hope it inspires you. My two big takeaways is, number one, the amazing thing that a book will bring to your business as a professional speaker. So I know a lot of you are speakers, want to add speaking to your repertoire and your business. So Nancy shares more about what the book did for her because that's what she does. She's a professional speaker. And then the second thing that I really liked about this interview is how Nancy shared how simple her book writing process actually was. I think we tend to overcomplicate things and the fact that she kind of broke down how ridiculously simple it was for her is a really good reminder for all of us that are going through the book manuscript journey. So who is Nancy? After close to three decades of walking the talk in corporate sales leadership, Nancy Medoff, best-selling author, keynote speaker, and executive coach has literally written the book on women and confidence. Unmute yourself and speak up to stand out is a game changer and a call to action for women and men who are ready to get their seat at the table, then build a bigger table. Let's get into the interview. Nancy, thank you so much for being with us here today on the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Why don't we start out with you telling more about what you do and who you serve? Certainly. Thanks for having me. I always love to talk about my book and I always love to help empower other female entrepreneurs. Um, I am a keynote speaker. I'm an executive coach. I'm a best-selling author and a top 25% podcaster. So basically, I left my corporate job after 25 years, a very successful job in corporate sales, to follow my passion and my mission, which is to empower women to speak up, stand out, and get their seat at the table, and then build a bigger table. So that's me. Love that. And hint, hint, wink, wink. That is your subtitle of your book. Why don't you tell me a little bit more about how the book came to be, where you were at in your in your entrepreneurial journey, and how this kind of helped move you forward, if you will, in uh, your business? Sure. So the first thing I'll say is my only regret in, in moving forward with the book was that I didn't do it sooner. And there's this big um, and and I, I know you talk about this. There, it's like this big, huge fear, catastrophizing it. Oh my God! But and and I would turn it into this huge thing. And I can't tell you how rewarding it was, how great it was for my business, which I know we're going to get into in a minute. But more importantly, how much having this book helped me spread my message and spread the word which is really what I wanted to do. So um, the the way this all came together was during the pandemic, I was living at home and working at home and I'm a public speaker and I was doing a lot of virtual, virtual programs. And the idea of a book had always kind of been in the back of my mind, 
but there really was no big impetus to do it. So finally, after weeks and weeks of my husband actually hearing me on the phone, saying the same thing over and over again, and coaching women the same way over and over again, he actually is the one who pushed me, which is ironic because the book is about women stepping into their power and stepping into their strengths. And he said, you should hear yourself, Nancy. You keep seeing the same thing over and over again, and people love it. You have got to get this out to more people. So it was during the pandemic, not a lot else going on. And I really just doubled down and pulled together all of my different speeches and programs and courses and kind of dumped them all into a big melting pot and pulled out what I thought were the most salient points. And voila, here's the book. Fantastic. You said so many good things there. You're speaking to my soul about, you know, you wish you would have done this sooner. That's your number one biggest regret here. But I think what stood out to me the most is that you took a time like the pandemic, which, you know, I think a lot of us look at it like a low point, but you said, how can I use this time and take all of my incredible knowledge that's in my head and actually translate it into something that other people can read at their own space and in their own, no, at their own pace and in their own space. I always use that term, Mm -hmm. but why don't you share with the audience more about how that actually played out? I think you said something really good there where you said, I put everything in a melting pot. Mm -hmm. What was that process like for you, Nancy? Because I know this is where a lot of my clients get caught up. They're like, okay, I have so much stuff. Like, how do I actually sort through it? What was your process in going through that? That's such a great question. Um, and and that's where I think people get hung up. They don't have the process. They don't know how to do it, and they've never done it before. So what I would say is, is whatever process whoever's listening um, uses to do what they do, apply that process to writing the book. So for me, and I, I laugh because it's ridiculous how simple this was, re- absurd. I would take – so anytime I do a speech, I have to write it. It's called an abstract. It's an overview of the speech. So I would take all, I took all of my different abstracts and I put them into a Word document. This is how basic this is. Like if there were tablets and a chisel outside, this is probably how (laughs) I would have done it. Like there was no big, you know, guru, magic genie helping me. So I took all these abstracts and I, and I put them into a, a Word document and then I took all my sound bites. So every now and then I'll say something that really resonates with me or with my audience. And I throw that into a, you know, like a note somewhere. I threw all of those into the same document. And then I took my different training courses that I had and I took the overview of those. So anytime I have to, or anytime I'm working on a course and I'm working with a client, I'll say, here's an overview of the course, right? Same thing with the abstract. And I pull all those into one document. And then I kind of said, okay, now how would I break this down? And for me, I break things down in threes. There's a persuasive communication principle. It's that people remember things in threes. So my whole life, I'm a former sales leader and sales professional. Everything's in threes. So I broke these, I broke, I I picked three buckets and I said, okay, bucket one is speak up. Bucket two is stand out. Bucket three is step up, right? Three different buckets. Mm. And then, okay, this is going to, you're going to be blown away at how incredibly insightful and forensic this was. I cut and pasted the sound bites and the content into the three buckets. That's all I did. So I had <laughs> rocket science here. One, right? Bucket one, bucket two, and bucket three. And you know, and I'm oversimplifying. I'm actually I'm not oversimplifying it. I'm over I'm oversimplifying 
the, you know, it was a little overwhelming and it did, you know, t- it took some time, much less time than I thought it was going to take, but bucket one. Okay. Everything, everything about speaking up is going to go into bucket one. Everything about standing out is going to go into bucket two and everything about stepping up is going to go into bucket three. And then I waited till the end. Um, you know, it, it's probably because of my marketing background. After I finished it, I wrote the prologue and the dedication and there's a dedication at the end. I forget what you call it, but I did that one as well. And that was it. That was it. It's it's almost too simple that and I yeah. think that a lot of us overcomplicate these types of big projects, like writing a book, that mm-hmm. I think hearing how simple it actually is, uh, is really grounding. And I appreciate you bringing up and <laughs> pointing the fingers and highlighting that, how how big of a deal it is that it was so simple. So simple. The other thing I did that I want to mention that I, that you may get to is I did, I have a colleague who's a copywriter. This is actually how I finally took action. And I said to her, I'm thinking about writing a book. Would you like to edit it? Would you like, you know, would you like to take a second look at it and edit it for me? And she said, sure. And it was, it was really editing for content. Since then, I've learned that there's different kinds. Uh, I'm sorry. It was editing it for formatting and grammar and stuff like that. Since then, I've learned that there's different kinds of editors. So what I did was I engaged with her. I invested in her and the process. And then I had deadlines that I couldn't escape from. And for me, that's what really, that's what really made the difference. This is due to her. This is due to her on this date. So, you know, I I have to do it. And, And that's how I actually took the action. I'm so glad you brought that up, Nancy, because I think that's another one of the biggest things that a lot of my clients or women I speak with have problems with. It's they have they have this goal, but without any exterior forces mm-hmm. implementing a deadline, it just becomes out in the ether, right? And it becomes this thing that oh, I'm working on it, and before they know it, it's weeks and months and years have gone by. And you know, I've even talked with women that have nearly complete or fully complete manuscripts mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. there in the ether. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that you brought that up and utilizing someone that you knew reaching out for an external person and an external deadline to be able to move you into action, I think is really important. I Yeah, I agree because I, I wouldn't have done it. I'd still be talking about it. I want to ask you about biggest hurdles. Was that your biggest hurdle was having deadlines or what sort of hurdles did you have to work through in bringing this book dream to life? Um, The only hurdle that I had to work through was my own limiting beliefs. That was the only hurdle. Everything else was cake. Mm. Getting over my own. Yeah. So, um, you know, and what's ironic is I'm a confidence coach. I'm like, you know, this is is what my book is about. It's about confidence is a skill like any other skill you can you can hone it you can build it you can practice it and become an expert um it was uh probably fear of being judged and i i i'm much better at this than i used to be but i used to call myself uh newscaster nancy like the newscaster nancy version it had to be perfect everything has to be completely buttoned up um you know, sometimes, sometimes just doing the thing is good enough. Now, if I had it to do over again, I might have done it maybe a little bit differently, maybe not, but it was really getting over the fear that it has to be 100% perfect and that um, somebody was going to read it and take an article out in the New York Times that said Nancy Medoff is 
full of it and doesn't know what she's talking about. That was really my biggest, that was my biggest hurdle. Right. Which saying out loud seems ridiculous, but these are right. the spirals that our minds mm-hmm. take when we're thinking about putting our whole selves on the line with a book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very vulnerable. It's very vulnerable. It is, it is the epitome of putting yourself out there. It is. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad you shared that. Uh, and I think that there's this misconception that as you get closer to finishing the book, you get over those feelings. But in my own experience, I think those tend to amplify. It's like, yes, you work through them when you're working through the manuscript, but then you have the book edited and then you get it ready for publishing and you're actually about to go live with it soon. And that's when it's at its all-time high. You're like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? This is actually real. And Mm -hmm. I think moving forward regardless is the key here. And obviously reminding yourself of the things that you teach. I think that's so poignant that you said you're a confidence coach, yet you're dealing with these feelings too. I think every woman can relate to that. Yes, for sure. For sure. And I can't tell you how many times I push the publish date back. Probably three <laughs> or four. Probably three or four. It's ridiculous. But, it, you know, it is, and it is. It just is. So, you know, you, you can't let that, you know... Uh, you have to understand that this this is a natural feeling and you simply have to work through the feeling. You're going to have it, you have to work through it. And if you don't, you won't you won't you won't publish the book. So if you want to do it, you're going to have to face it. The only way out is through. Yes, I keep that yes. on the back of my head at all times when I'm working through something difficult. I want to switch gears a little bit, Nancy, and ask you specifically, because this is what you do, I want to ask about your speaking gigs and how the book played a role in that. I know a lot of women that I speak with, they 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 want to be a professional speaker, and they're wondering, is a book going to help them in that profession? Walk me through a little bit more about how your book has impacted your speaking. There is... N- I would argue there is probably no better tool than a book to propel your speaking career. So I was a public speaker beforehand. That, that's what I did. And it, it, so I, I, I was a speaker first, then I wrote the book. And I remember my first public speaking gig years ago, the, the man who hired me said, kept saying, wow, you really don't have a book? Are you sure you don't have a book? I'm like, I don't have a book. So it, it was funny because you know we were joking about it. He said, if you had your book, I'd be giving it away. So fast forward, now I have the book. So here's here's what this book will do for anyone's speaking career. And for those of you listening, if you can grab a pen, grab a pen. And if not, take a snapshot of what time we're at in terms of the podcast, because you're going to want to come back to this. Instant credibility. Instant credibility. Instant. Overnight, you have credibility. You are seen instantly as a thought leader. Overnight. You have instant content. So I can't tell you how many times I've gone back to a chapter in my book or one of the quotes from my book and repurposed it for social media, for testimonials, for, um, you know, new, new material that I'm working on. All of that basically is overnight. You have instant reviews. So you, you, it's like, it's like instant endorsement almost. Mm. Um, and, uh, the royalties are kind of fun. The royalties are kind of fun to see come in. I mean, it's just, it's fun. Like, oh, just got another royalty. This is great. Another royalty check. 
Yes. I, yeah. Well, yeah. As we're recording this, it's like Kindle just sent out their notifications about the the next royalties rolling out. So that's top of mind to me too. <laughs> right. But right. you know, I always say it's not the 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 book doesn't make you rich. The book makes you busy. The book gets you busy, and it's all the back end that comes off the book. I love that you brought up the credibility factor, credibility, authority, confidence. Those are the the big three that I always say a book will bring to your business and your brand and your life. Mm-hmm. I don't think it can get any better than what you just said. So let's transition over to our final five here that I ask on every guest interview. Five questions. The first question is, what's the best thing that came out of your book journey? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Um, you want to know what it is? I, I actually, I might get emotional. Okay. Because, <laughs> wow, is that a good question? I bet on myself. It It showed the world. And it showed myself that I bet on myself. And I believed in, I, I, it shows my commitment and my belief that this message is important. Beautiful. I love yeah. it. I got chills when you said it because it's wow. such a big deal. It's such a big deal to pour yourself out into the mm-hmm. pages of a book. And mm-hmm. uh, and you nailed it. Number two, the second question is, in three words, describe the feeling of seeing your book in someone else's hands, whether it's friends, family, or someone on social media. I can do it. Can I do two words? Sure. Pure bliss. Mm -hmm. Number three is, what two things did you always have with you while writing your manuscript? (laughs) That's great. Uh, What did I always have with me while writing my manuscript? A cup of tea. Um, what, did, uh, what did I always have with me? A cup of tea and self-doubt. <laughs> mm-hmm. They go hand in hand, I guess. What's yep. your tea of choice? I'm just curious. I'm so glad you asked that. I have, uh, right now I'm drinking organic turmeric. I always thought it was turmeric. It's turmeric. Ginger chai. Very anti-inflammatory. I love it. Come on. Delicious. <laughs> The fourth question is, what's the number one thing you're most proud of after becoming an author? The legacy, my legacy, <clears throat> the legacy that this will leave for my for my granddaughter and the and the and my nieces. And the last question here is, what is one piece of advice you want to give to someone who is thinking about writing a book? Hire help. Can I expound on that a little bit? Yes, please. Yeah. So um Writing the book is simple. Navigating what needs to be navigated in terms of should I self-publish? Should I find a publisher? What's an ISDN number? Uh, How do I make sure it's formatted correctly? How do I do a book launch? How do I, you know, there's a lot of ins and outs. Writing the book is my job, right? That's my job to write the book. Getting the book to market is someone else's job. I, I, you know, I'm not going to, I can't do everything. I can't throw the ball and catch the ball. I'm from New England. It's a famous uh, quote that Giselle uh, Bunchen said about Tom Brady. Um, I can't can't throw it in, catch it. I I can only write the book, and then and then you, in my opinion, it is worth the time and investment to have an expert help you carry it across the finish line. It's too important. Um, there's too much of a. It's a whole other world that I knew nothing about. So it's too important to then leave it up to chance that you're going to get it right. Thank you. I love that, Nancy. Now, as we transition out of here, I want to say thank you so much for being here. So many good nuggets of wisdom. Where can the audience find out more about you and your book and your offerings? 
So a few places. Uh, my website uh, is Nancy Medoff, M-E as in Edward, D-O-F-F.com. Uh, I also have a podcast. It's called Unmute Yourself, the podcast, and on Amazon. So website, Amazon, podcast, Instagram, Nancy underscore Medoff, LinkedIn, Nancy Medoff. I'm basically anywhere. Just Google Nancy Medoff and you'll find me. Thank you so much for being here, Nancy. Thank you. So that is Nancy Madoff. Again, I hope that her interview inspired you as much as it inspired me. And remember that when you write your story, you change the world. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You listen to the podcast, now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book, and if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at jessicadebry.co slash book and make sure to download your free Jumpstart Your Journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you.